Hi, everybody. Welcome to an episode of Eco Chic, a podcast all about practical science and sustainability. My name is Laura, and I'm a graduate student studying climate science. This podcast is a really awesome space to share a lot of things that I take for granted, like general climate change education or personal sustainability efforts, which I've found are actually not super common. We're going to talk about climate change from a whole bunch of different angles, hard science, human health, policy, whatever, but also just personal tips on how to be a more responsible member of this planet. On this episode, I want to talk about a greenhouse gas contributor that I'm sure a lot of us don't think about twice in our day-to-day life, animal agriculture. Livestock agriculture actually accounts for about 20% of global greenhouse gas emissions. So that's pretty wild. Think about it. One-fifth of all of the damage that we're contributing to our atmosphere is directly related to a meat-based diet. Of that 20% of global greenhouse gas emissions, beef is by far the number one contributor, like by a long shot. Just think about the amount of land and water and grains that a single cow uses. Pretty wild. They say that producing just one pound of beef is the water equivalent of showering for six months long. Producing just one pound of beef also produces 12 pounds of carbon, just one package of ground beef from the grocery store. Yikes, that's a lot of carbon. All right, so and the other thing to think about in terms of greenhouse gas emissions is that livestock agriculture is actually responsible for 65% of all human-related emissions to nitrous oxide. Nitrous oxide is right now the third most threatening greenhouse gas to our atmosphere, something that is not necessarily as talked about in the media as carbon dioxide or methane, but nitrous oxide is a real big problem. In terms of biodiversity, we can say that 60% of the global biodiversity loss within the last century has to do with clearing land just to upkeep meat-based diets. So just clearing land for ranching and harvesting grains and all the water that's required for animal agriculture. Just all around really bad environmental vibes. Now, I also think in order to encourage sustainability efforts, we have to be looking at climate change from a whole bunch of different angles. So let's talk about meat from a health perspective. The USDA sets the food pyramid, so that is saying we need X amount of meat-based proteins, X amount of dairy every day, whatever. Something to think about also that a lot of people don't realize, the USDA was founded to support and promote American farmers. That's literally the whole premise of the USDA. So they don't necessarily come from a health perspective with how much dairy should you intake, how much meat should you intake, whatever. Their whole point is to promote American farmers. So kind of a conflict of interest if you think about it that way. Red meat does provide the body with a lot of great protein, um, B12, which keeps your red blood cells really healthy, zinc, which supports your immune system. But you can get all these things from other sources of protein. It doesn't necessarily have to be meat that you are looking at for all of these great health benefits. You can eat a serving of beans, and they say one serving of beans is about 30% of your daily protein intake which is actually more than a serving of a chicken breast. So just educate yourself on what protein you're actually putting into your body. If you're really going to eat meats, you should think about maybe taking something leaner, so like a turkey, or if you're really into red meat, bison is really lean, and that's just a lot more heart-healthy than beef. We are all pretty well established that red meats in general just are really terrible for your cardiac system. So think about your heart health in terms of should you give up beef, yes or no. It doesn't necessarily have to be environment do it for yourself. Um, And it doesn't, I'm not necessarily promoting like a vegan diet by any means. um, But it does, there was a recent study that came out that said 
that American vegans on average typically intake more protein than non-vegans, which I think is like a pretty wild statistic because I think a lot of people like to go after vegan or vegetarian lifestyles with from the protein angle. I did briefly just mention dairy, which is another animal agriculture product. And dairy from an environmental perspective is pretty detrimental. One gallon of milk has the same carbon footprint as a gallon of gasoline, which I think is kind of disgusting when you think about the amount of carbon and other just trash that's being produced in order to produce that one gallon of milk. And no, you don't necessarily have to give up dairy, but just know the facts. Again, the USDA is here to help American farmers. So dairy consumption has actually been found to not necessarily protect bones that well. They say that your vitamin D levels are actually much more helpful in strengthening your bones and you get vitamin D from being exposed to the sun. Dairy consumption has been linked to increasing the body's level of insulin growth factor, which is IGF-1, and that's actually a very well-known cancer promoter. So I will go ahead and say from a disclaimer, I am a climate scientist. I'm not a health professional, but just like educate yourself, play around on the internet. What are these animal agriculture products doing to your body? Another angle that we can look at animal agriculture from is a mental health perspective. So giving up beef, not necessarily for sustainability, but for your own mental clarity. 95% of your body's serotonin is made in your gut. So that means that directly how happy you are is related to how well you're eating. If you're eating clean, you're going to be more mentally clear, sharp, etc. So giving up beef for sustainability might not be the move, but maybe giving it up every once in a while for just your mental health is a great idea too. You definitely don't have to become vegan or vegetarian or anything overnight, and you don't even have to at all. I personally am not a vegetarian, and this is for cultural reasons. I'm Cuban. I'm not willing to give up pork long-term for holidays. Um, However, I have cut out dairy for health reasons, and I cut out beef about two years ago just to decrease my personal carbon footprint. So in turn, I accidentally become vegan a couple days a week, um, really unintentionally. I eat hella vegetables anyway, so it just works out really well. I'm sharper. I'm leaner. I've probably lost a lot of weight cutting out dairy, honestly. Not that that was like a big motivation, but something to think about. Um, If you're thinking about giving up beef but don't necessarily want to be so drastic, you can go down a similar route in that you do Meatless Mondays. Meatless Mondays are actually a really powerful campaign that I think a lot of people should get more into. You just give up meat once a week. If you're feeling like super generous to the environment, you can also give up cheese or some other like dairy product, but skipping meat and cheese once a week just as a family would be the equivalent of taking a car off the road for five weeks, which I think is a pretty powerful statement. We think about cars as a really large contributor to greenhouse gas emissions. Another option could be vegan until six o'clock, which you could practice as many days as you want, but it's essentially just the idea that you follow a vegan diet until dinner time and then you can eat whatever you want and even that is really impactful in the long run just giving up those two breakfast and lunch meals from a meat perspective a disclaimer that i'd like to make is that whatever works for me again does not necessarily have to work for you because i am not a vegan i'm not a vegetarian and i just do it whenever i can i do it to reduce my carbon footprint but you don't have to do it to reduce your carbon footprint you could do it for your mental health you can do it for um animal rights reasons, which is a whole other issue surrounding animal agriculture that I didn't even get into today. But sustainability is a really personal thing. And whatever you can fit into your lifestyle is going to be what you can upkeep. It's about making habits that you're willing to commit to. And I like to tell people in terms of sustainability, just pick one thing and be really good at it. You don't have to go out and stop buying plastic, stop eating meat, change your whole life. Just do one thing, be really good at it.
I will go ahead and have a list of references on my website where I put this audio with um, just links to inspiration or information if you want to delve more into this topic of animal agriculture for the sake of the environment or for different health and social reasons. Um, so if you would like some resources, go there, lauraedias.com. Um, otherwise, I would love to hear from you how you enjoyed these podcasts and please send me a DM. That's the easiest way to get in contact with me. Otherwise, there's also a contact me page on my website that goes directly to my email. Um, if there's anything specific that you'd like to hear about, I would love some ideas on future podcasts and something that would be helpful for you. Ultimately, I want to serve as like a really great climate change, sustainability, education, research, like resource for everybody. So if you have any ideas, you let me know. Um, please rate and review this podcast so I know if you're enjoying it. And I hope everyone has a great day. Thanks for listening. Bye.